What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. If you love to travel, you love cool experiences, I think you're going to love Viator. If you haven't heard, Viator is the world's leading travel experience marketplace. They've got everything from simple tours to extreme adventures, all the cool and interesting stuff in between as well. Well, this year, my wife and kids are making one of my bucket list trips come true. We're going to Sun Valley. So we're going to fly to Sun Valley, and I tell you, the thought of bringing skis, poles, boots, snowboards, everything overwhelming. But that's where Viator came in. They made this incredibly easy. I just opened the Viator app, searched Sun Valley, and boom, Viator arranges a first-class experience, custom ski, snowboard, and boot fittings and tickets delivered right to the condo. It's pretty amazing. Experiences are what we love most about travel. They create these long-lasting moments and make memories that will last a lifetime. Just download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking. One app, over 300,000 experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. But Constantine was in the most recent episode, even though Matt Ryan only got to say like five lines. Uh, the fourth uh, episode? Yeah. See, I fell asleep. That's uh, how I know and Sam Richardson played Swamp Thing. And I was no. like, this is a nice voice kit casting pairing i was having a weird dream and then the credits started rolling i was like oh well you said yes there's that you uh you said you were having a weird dream and it immediately reminded me of the uh uh the grand inquisitor on uh venture brothers when when uh uh dr venture i think has a weird dream and the inquisitor's like that was a weird one (laughs) because he could see the dream too (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> as a as a matter of fact if if my wife uh texts me the the notification sound is ignore me from the the grand galactic in, inquisitor from adventure brothers because you know, i should go back and watch that show again now that it's it's not coming back no 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 they're getting a movie to f- finish up both both it and really? metal metalocalypse are getting a six well, seasons in a movie allegedly getting uh uh and yeah, that they had had progress on them and if they they don't get canceled by hbo max at warner brothers discovery we we were supposed to get a movie to finish good point uh finish i um, don't believe those. so we could talk about it. is that shit safe I don't know. I'm sure they have. Uh, no, everyone's focusing on DC too much. Safe. What else is safe for Warner Brothers? I don't know. But are we ro- are going to roll us. I I I like, can. You guys start ready? The recording. Well, I mean, just start the recording. Even. Wait. Thumbs up. Like start. Or thumbs up. Like go. I had already thumbs said up. that I was recording. My God, guys. No, I don't know. Well, I mean, you're not doing the backup. Intro. You're not doing the backup. You roll always that do. Beautiful bean footage. I'm accustomed to the pointing. Usually, you point. There we go. See, we didn't get a warning. Wait, so is the show started? Is this this is the show? This is okay. A point and a thumbs up. <laughs> yes, we're double ready. Hello, welcome to Breaking Deep Three of the podcast, the premier flagship and international podcast, the LRM, 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 Rose Podcast Network. Yeah, ooh, man, it's gonna be a rough one. We're doing a classic, classic shtick. It's gonna be me and Nick. What is in here? It's just water. I don't. It's a solo. It's cup, a red cup. Yeah. And doesn't feel like it. So classic shtick. It's just me and Nick, Jonesy and Nick. We're going to do a classic BGR the P episode with the exception of Kyle Malone and the booth on the ones and twos. Hello. On this week's episode, we're going to be doing a review of Prey. It is the film that re- 
that premiered premiered exclusively on Hulu this past week. But in addition to that, we've got some news that we'd like to cover for you guys. Um, it's crazy enough that I think DC would love to have a positive news cycle like this. We're just talking about them week after week after week in a good way. Fortunately, unfortunately, that is not the case. So, Nick Dahl, you, uh, I didn't ask how you're doing. I'm sorry. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. Yeah, you came on the today. show. You had like a little blanket, like a little shawl on you. I was a little worried. Like, are you sick? What's going on? No, it was just, it was a little cold. Until I turned off the air conditioning, it was a little chilly in here. So, how are you? I'm good. I'm a little sleepy, a little slurry off my, off my lots of water. I don't know what's <laughs> going on, but uh, maybe I'm dehydrated. We'll see. Um, but yeah, let's let's get into some DC news. Starting off again with Miller time. I <laughs> listen. I can't tell you how excited I would be to be done talking about Ezra Miller uh, in this context. Um, he clearly has some issues, but it it just doesn't seem like he's able to stay out of the news. So here we are having another conversation about Ezra Miller. Uh, this time, the conversation is about the fact that we're getting more reports of an internal conversation that was happening at Warner Brothers with three courses of action that they're potentially taking. Um, and it seems like they're this will try to settle on which one they're going to go with. You guys ready? You ready to go through these and see what they're going to do? Yeah. So apparently they think that one of these is they're going to take him to rehab and if he doesn't reach out for help they're going to release the film as planned but miller is not a prominent part of the marketing and publicity despite being the main character also the role would be recast going forward um the one of the other ones is the studio they've received indications um that he's looking for professional help and so if that if he doesn't actually do that, then they're going to go ahead with the second scenario. And then the third scenario, which is the doomsday scenario. This is if they get worse with more headlines and more scandals, this would force Warner's hand and they would kill the flash uh, film just like they did with Batgirl, meaning no recasting, no reshoots. The film is just gone. Um, and keep in mind, this is a $200 million film. Um, I guess the question I have for you, Nick, about this is what would cause the doomsday scenario where they're like, Hey, we're just going to kill this $200 million film. What, what could be the thing that he would possibly do? I don't know. It almost sounded like he, if he did anything else, that would be like, which he has, right? Yeah. Well, as of the time of this recording and that story, the most reason they kind of prompt was prompted is he got finally got served or arrested or whatever for something he did back in May, um, which I believe was burglary, um, felony burglary, felony burglary. So I think if they, he and he, he runs afoul of any other law, I think they're going to cancel it. I mean, and I, I mean, and that is going to happen. So I just hope okay. it gets canceled because I don't want to miss it with everyone else seeing it, but I'm also not going to see it. I don't want to be like not part of the conversation when I don't see it. I'm sorry. Goes wrong with my Tease rule that of... out for me a little bit more. Yeah. Explain it to me again. 
I hope it doesn't come out so that I don't have to worry about it as continuity. I guess the way I should put it, because I'm not going to see a movie that supports Ezra Miller. Why? I know, Kyle. There are more people involved, but it's like giving your money to someone like it's like the same reason I wouldn't pay to see a Kevin Spacey movie. It's like, why am I giving money to this terrible, terrible person? Kevin Spacey raped someone. I know. They're just. It's the same reason I only saw Fantastic Beasts because of. Uh, um, I know we are, but it's called residuals, Kyle. <laughs> you make someone like him will make millions in residuals after this. Kyle but, has um, dropped into the chat the fact that Ezra Miller has already been paid for the film that he's starring in, which is true. But residuals, but uh, well, even like I wouldn't have seen Fantastic Beast three if it weren't for it being free for me. So I don't know. I just I have different standards than other people, but I've you know I consider those rules. Like I don't, even though they're different levels of bad, obviously. J. K. Rowling and Ezra. Well, we don't. I'm not even certain if Ezra Miller has or has not raped someone, but that would be the one that definitely kills it. I guess. <laughs> Long story short. Long no, story you, short. I've, t- I've had this Nick conversation Dallas with you guys before. Oh, God. <laughs> you won't put it that way. It'll take less than that, though, to and get him. To- just to put some context on the felony burglary. Uh, so, Nick, you were referring to an old charge, the one from May, like you said. And so this is when Ezra Miller was charged for allegedly stealing Bottles of alcohol from an unoccupied Stanford, Vermont home uh, back in May, which, you know, I guess he's not using any of the money. He did get paid for the flash to buy some alcohol. <laughs> or he's already used it all. <laughs> he's just burned through it. Burned yeah, through and that's it. why I think just even if something else old comes up, because the only reason Warner okay. Brothers is having to have this conversation is because it has happened in the past, but it brought him back into the news again. And each time he gets brought into the news, it's poisoning their film and their brand further especially considering they canceled a Batgirl for n- not because well for no reason I would say for no reason they canceled Batgirl but I mean 90 million especially when you put out movies reason. like oh yeah that's right they're recouping it or something but tax right down so stupid but I mean like I don't know if we're going to get to that Kevin Smith quote eventually but I will get that there. The way we'll get there. okay um I guess for me, the thing is with this Ezra Miller, I'm really curious what they seem to be waiting for. Um, and I, based on what you said, I am curious what would, what if anything of these solutions would cause you to go see it. Um, so if you knew going into this film, they were going to recast him, would you still not go see it? I'd see it if they recast him. But he would still make residuals. He wouldn't if he's not in it. No, no, no. They're not going to reshoot a two hundred million dollar movie to recap. I mean, going forward. So if the oh, scenarios no, 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 no. that we have this movie's about... dead to me. Um, okay. Yeah. No, this movie's dead to me. All right. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So um, they took away all I... my Keaton because they canceled the other Keaton film. <laughs> so I really like this idea. So Eman from Eman's movie reviews. So we've talked to him previously on the show. Uh, he talked to us about the recast T'Challa movement, which he's a big proponent of. And uh, one of the people that started it, um, his was kind of like this almost back to the future esque moment where um, 
the person playing the flash going forward wakes up because we assume throughout the course of this film, the flash is going to be messing with the timeline and in messing with the timeline, he ends up changing how he appears. Um, I kind of like that idea where he just wakes up and his face is completely different, almost the same way um, at the end of Dr. Strange, right? Where I was he's just going to bring up the, the eyeball <laughs> and the third eye just pops up and he's like, well, I guess this is the new normal. We're just rolling forward with this. Like, yep. And it could be like uh, the Flash's oh boy moment from Quantum Leap. So I, I like that idea. I like that idea that, too. But yeah. I almost that'd be a fun think, teaser for the next one. Yeah, I actually would. It would be. A, I would oh almost boy. think it was too shocking, just because people in the audience did not like the eyeball thing suddenly happening in Doctor Strange. I loved it, but I do feel like that came out of left field. But I think with this. I think there would be a little bit more context to it. Like people would understand where it mm. came from. Oh, right? Barry, what have you done this time? Yeah. <laughs> yep. And it would, it would kind of pay off that joke. Like uh, what was the Grant Gustin joke from the show? It's a great timeline you have there. It's a shame if somebody ruined it. Do you guys yeah. uh, remember, yeah. did you hear, or do you, do you know why the third eye was on, on strange? Do you know about the alternate ending for strange? Mm. The no. original planned one. Let's hear it. So originally, uh, it was going to be uh, the what they were calling Sinister Strange had replaced mm-hmm. our Doctor Strange. Ah, was that yeah. when it was before? That was when it was before Spider Man. No, after Spider Man. I, I think no, it was before Spider Man. I think it was I believe, for when I it was the supposed to be yeah, after when Spider-Man. it was supposed to be for before. Um, and it was going to explain a little bit about why the Strange and No rash, No Way yeah. Home made such shitty decisions um ah. and they didn't go with that but they kept the the third eye and and are instead just saying oh it's the like print of the dark hold having because yeah, he, yeah. he did use it so i like the original idea better yeah most yeah, most people did shuffled <laughs> would that hmm, yeah i guess that doesn't work with spider-man being reverse in order oh well, well yeah Anyway. Well, what? Yeah, what I like that idea of how to. Uh, that'd be a cool way to bring in a new Flash. But then again, you could just do it Warner Brothers and even Disney does all the time, and just be like, recast. Maybe you have one get one good John Don Cheadle line where he's like, "Yes, it's me. Let's not talk about Let's it." Get or over something it. like that. Yeah, that's right. So what do you say? Get <laughs> get used to it. Something like get that. Get used to it or something. Yeah. Yeah, I'm here. Get used to it. Like okay. Like it's, I'm here for it's, it. He's the line he's saying to Tony. He's not saying it to the camera, but still like, ah, <laughs> you ready to move on from a reverse flash? Or yeah. Well, what, what, what was your opinion about? Oh, I, I like the idea of just replacing him. Okay. At the end. Like, I feel like that alleviates the need to like, I, I, I feel like that third scenario was just thrown out there. No one in their right mind is actually considering that the $200 million, like, oh, we're just not going to release this movie. Like that just seems so insane, but I say that. And then the next story is kind of looking at me like, well, I'm sure two weeks ago, you wouldn't have said somebody was going to get rid of a $90 million movie. Would you? It's like, well, mm-hmm. yeah, probably right. So it sounds crazy until it's not, but yeah, that's my opinion. Just replace them at the end post-credit scene do it that way well I'll tell you, one last thing happen. to say about it um i saw this great meme where like 
there's there's some there's some line in Justice League right before he breaks time, like he runs through time. He's like, gotta break the rule, gotta break the rule. It's like every time Ezra Miller enters a new state, and it was that clip where he's like, gotta break the rule, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Yeah, I um. Oh, I guess the other the last bit of opinion that I have is I. I think part of my frustration is, and I try to give Warner Brothers the benefit of the doubt up until this point. I'm frustrated that they haven't said anything, mm. um, and I think that they do need to make a statement, especially coming off of what they did with Batgirl. Um, it's just it's frustrating to be a fan of some of the stuff or like be looking forward to something. And then just have it get canceled that way. And then here we are with Ezra Miller, who's been given chance after chance after chance after chance. And we're still like, well, actually, and it's not, we're still like, it's just silence. Mm -hmm. So that's my frustration. We'll see. See what happens going forward. But with Batgirl, we'll see what happens when we go forward. (laughs) Because uh, apparently one of the things that came out of this, I can't tell the context for um, when this occurred, but apparently there have been discussions within Warner Brothers about the fact that Leslie Grace, who was in the Batgirl film that has just been canceled, could potentially carry on in the role in another project. Um, I guess the question I'd have for you about that, Nick, is, do you think that they did that in conjunction with canceling the film, or does it seem like this is part of the backlash? This is the Department of Damage it? Control right here. Yeah. Warner Brothers Department of Damage Control being like, oh, yeah, we didn't mean to cancel the movie with our only Latina actress. Like, let's, uh, let's uh, show good faith. Maybe she'll pop up in Batman one day. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, to your point about, damage control so kevin smith has some words to say about this uh the actor director and huge ass comic book nerd said it's an incredibly bad look to cancel the latina batgirl movie i don't give a shit if the movie was absolute fucking dog shit i guarantee you it wasn't the two directors who directed that movie did a couple episodes of ms marvel and it was a wonderful fucking show and they had more money to do Batgirl than they had to do an episode of Miss Marvel and stuff. And it's kind of funny that that echoes some of the stuff that I said uh, last week talking about, like, why wouldn't you want to highlight the work of these two directors? Um, who did the Marvel. Bad Boys for Life, right? Bad Boys you 3. really like that yeah. one. Or Bad Boys 3. I like that one. Wasn't yeah. that called for life? Like Should have saved yeah. that for, for Bad Boys 4. <laughs> Maybe they didn't think they'd get there. And now that Will Smith is slap, slapping people, maybe uh maybe they won't. Um you do always yeah. have uh bad bad boys forever, so just just forever. saying. Mm, I dig it. I like that. I like that one too. Eventually you work um, bad boys out of the title and it's just a four franchise. <laughs> have four in every title. I think the thing that sucks though is that you know bad boys for life is relevant to the series, right? That's what they've said since the first yeah. one so you lose that so yeah you're right kind of sucks that they messed up that way anyway um <laughs> kevin smith incredibly bad look on this background decision i'm curious um oh and i'm sorry this is from variety's reporting and within their reporting they talk about the film uh the test screenings were a disaster and the film was irredeemable um 
and Smith is saying that he is not buying those rumors that it was irredeemable. So even then they put out Suicide Squad. Not the Suicide Squad, Suicide Squad. I know it was earlier yeah. in their process and they were hoping for like a Guardians type hit with that monstrosity of an editing, acting, ugh, everything about that movie. Yeah. Um I what's frustrating about this is there is no I don't think Warner Brothers has any credibility. So the stuff that's being reported behind the scenes or any of that between some of the Ray Fisher stuff and this going on, it's hard to um trust that anything that they're saying, even if it's behind the scenes, is true. So if they say a movie is dog shit, I don't believe them, right? Because they've shown themselves to be untrustworthy, which is interesting because later on in this show, we might touch on the fact that one of those people, Walter Hamada from Warner Brothers, is just apparently hanging on by a thread. Um, I'm also curious, Nick, do you think that any of Smith's frustration with what's happening with Batgirl has anything to do with the fact that his show, uh, Strange Adventures, was also cut loose by Warner Brothers? Uh, we learned that news recently so this was as i read what this show was going to be it basically sounded like um not not what if but kind of what if ish right the idea that they were going to be touching on different parts of the dc universe uh for this almost i there's a part of me that wants to call it an anthology show um but i can't tell if that's true so this was a uh show that was executive produced by Greg Berlanti as well as Kevin Smith. And this was going to be a one hour drama that was set to feature characters from across the DC canon and would use each episode to explore close ended morality tales about the intersecting lives of mortals and superhumans. Sounds interesting, but again, it, that description kind of made me think about what if, and had what if not had an overarching narrative that tied it together I'd still say that this that's what this reminds me of. Um, how do you feel about the fact that this show got disappointed or disappointed, got canceled? I hadn't actually even heard of it before. So much. did you see Teen Titans go to the movies? No. Oh, they used the strange really? Tales guys in, in that. All right, never mind. Producer out. I'll have to check that out. It's fun. No, no, I have nothing against it. I just haven't seen it yet. Like it's probably on HBO Max, which every time I turn on HBO Max, it's like this is like going to my grandmother's deathbed or something. Like I'm watching something that's going to expire very soon. No, I mean like not in a not in a sad way, but it's like I just turned something on I know is going to die very soon. <laughs> and I'm seeing that uh, I could be seeing this logo for the last time every time I turn it on. But well, I mean, that is I think part of the concern, right? So we've got a bunch of potential layoffs. There's concerns about what's happening with the bad robots slate. I already mentioned Walter Hamada, who is previously seen as uh, the guy who was going to save this part of DC. And that was, you know, before Snyder was going to save it. You've, you've always had this savior character, somebody who's going to swoop in and take care of what's going on in the DC universe and it just hasn't worked out. Uh, as part of this deadline reporting where they talked about uh, some of the things happening with Bad Robot, Robot and Walter Hamada, they said um, that, where was it? 
oh, chunky article. Yeah, it's a huge article. Um, but oh, that they were again looking for a Kevin Feige esque uh, leader for the DC universe. Um, Amy Pascal. It can only get yeah. better, even if you add Amy Pascal into the mix. Yeah, don't wish that guess... on any anyone, Nick. That's awful. <laughs> I guess my frustration with that line of thinking is they've kind of been through that cycle, right? It was supposed to be Zack Snyder. It was supposed to be um, was Greg. What's the guy's name? His name just jumped out of my head. Um, Jeff Johns. He was one of Jeff Johns. Yeah, it was Jeff Johns for a while, and then Walter Hamada stepped in. He was going to mm-hmm. take care of this. And so you've gone again and again and again through these folks, and just hasn't worked out. Um, and at least Walter Hamada walked away and Jeff Johns to some extent walked away with scandal wrapped around their necks based on what was happening with Ray Fisher. And so, hmm. oh, sorry. What about, or do you think he didn't do a good enough job on TV? Greg Berlanti, or do you think his stuff would be too wacky in the movies and it would be, or do you think if you gave him real money and movie talent that his his universe would be different and not like obviously he's not going to retread the same stories and he's all exact same heroes but he seemed to run a connected universe at cw that a lot of people liked for many years not all the way through but like many seasons um i guess he's fine you know who i would go to before that i would go to uh the 90s dc animated universe folks before i went to greg mm. berlanti so for me, that would actually excite me for what's happening in DC Universe. If you were like, hey, we're going to do this for real. And we got Bruce Tim to head oh. this. And I'd be like, you know what? I'm all in. Like Greg Berlanti, I would go like, I would say, yeah, he's competent. And I would go like, let's see what's going to happen with this. You said Bruce Tim. I'm like, yep. Yeah. Let's do it. Like, give it to me now. Give it to me yesterday. And I've I've had that conversation with friends before. Like I don't understand why it is that these folks are so good at bringing us animated um, television shows and features. Just give it to them. Let them do it. Yeah, they're so, still making good stuff. Still making good stuff. So that's the direction I would go, if it were me. Okay. Um, but I, the question I wanted to ask you is: Do you think it's time that DC just move away from that idea? Because I would say. Looking at Harley Quinn, Peacemaker, Suicide Squad, um, the Batman, the Batman, Joker. I can name any number of good or successful DC projects that did not happen under the the umbrella or watch of some DC czar. And so I feel like let it go. Right. That's that's not your thing. Connected universe is just not your thing. Let it go. Just make good stuff. Well, can I jump in with that, uh, Jonesy, because I want to I was thinking of a question to to uh, prompt to you guys with that. Do you think that this is potentially something inherent about uh, DC properties uh, to set that up? Uh, DC characters created to be demigods. Perfect idols because of uh, great depression uh, uh war and things in the in the early 20th century versus marvel which immediately looked at after the world war ii stuff that 
became Marvel, but you know, we're talking uh Fantastic Four Spider-Man and all mm-hmm. uh, all that designed to be uh contemporary, modern, progressive, deal with uh in, imperfections, deal with the humanity. Do you guys think that it's potentially that contemporization i'm not against contemporizing uh dc stuff because sometimes it does uh fairly well in the comics but do you think that there's something in that translation for modern projects um taking those classic characters and that all of these issues happen in that creative uh kind of uh uh bottleneck if if you will do you think it's something inherent to dc or is it or is it warner brothers i think it's Uh. warner brothers um because i would say that my one of my biggest frustrations with Warner Brothers is the fact that they are the ones that started this, not only in the comic book realm, but in the movie realm as well, right? They were the ones that came out with Superman first. They were the ones that came out with Batman first. So they were the ones that were that created mm. the blueprint for what we have now. And so if I was answering your question, what I would say is I think that they have not, they don't have modern people. Speaking of modernization, they don't have people currently in those seats, the executive seats that know how to give people what they want. It seems like they are looking across the street to Marvel and Disney and the billions of dollars that are just rolling in. They're like, we want that. And in trying to replicate that, they're just stumbling all over themselves. Just picture uh, Mickey Mouse like swimming in a pool of money and being like, Come on over there, uh, uh, bugs and bugs. <laughs> wait, wait, no, 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 no. The Warners, the Warners, the <laughs> the Warners have mascots. It's Wacko, Yakko, and, and the Warner sister Dot. So they would be like swimming in the like pool that water that needs to be changed and giving giving the mouse the bird. <laughs> um, I like that a lot better. I love it. Yeah, I, but uh, I, I don't see, like the reboot. I mostly read comics. Uh, I enjoyed the reboot, but the classic stuff is classic. Um, I I don't I don't read enough DC of the characters that don't have dark drama. Cause I would say ninety percent of DC I've read, if not more, is Constantine and Batman, who are two very flawed individuals without superpowers, and even have resentment often towards the people with superpowers. <laughs> So I'm not really sure if that's the issue, though. I will let uh, like Jonesy, I think, had a good answer for that. And um, as for the second part, I would kind of like or the first part going back, I would kind I like I like what they're doing with the fun movies we talked about or even dark ones like the Batman that aren't connected. But I, I know a lot of DC friends who are like, I want what they have at Marvel. I want like these interconnected movies that lead into Justice League or like Crisis on Infinite Earths. I think it'd be fun to have a balance of the two, which is what kind of what they're doing with the Batman universe. And I almost say let's do it. I say I, I, it's such a mess now. I would really only want it if they dropped all the people that were in the main universe, including the actors, and were like, okay, the Suicide Squad's its own universe now. We recast Aquaman and Shazam and just anyone else, or keep Shazam in its own universe with Black Adam. Now, I guess my answer is to keep them all separate at this point, the way I just talked myself into yeah, it. Yeah, so that's exactly but... what they are currently doing now, right? So you've got the Joker, which is its own universe, the Batman, which is its own universe, and then still, for lack of a better term, the Snyderverse. 
still moving the along. Gunverse, I would say. <laughs> the Gunverse. I would say at least I would feel like that's its own pocket right now too. And the Reeves verse. You think so? It's it's not really, but they're giving him so many projects. Like they are. We know we're getting Peacemaker two and another spinoff. I call it the Snyderverse because the genesis of all of those characters in that world still related to it. Um, But yeah, you're right. He has. He seems to have a significant influence in there. Um, one of the stories we talked about covering today was the fact that it looks like Idris Elba might be coming back to the DC universe. Um, was a Fandango he was having the conversation with, and they said the next project, like, is he going to show up in a Marvel or a DC project? And he said it's definitely going to be DC, but he didn't say what it was. And he <coughs> thought it was probably Bloodsport. The, the, uh, the next spinoff that James Gunn promised, yeah. another spinoff, as we were saying earlier, yeah. just the Suicide Squad. I'm... I'm kind of leery of it. I will I will wait, especially if it's going to be James Gunn that does it. Um, one of the things that I loved about Bloodsport were his interactions with Peacemaker, right? That to me Crossover is series sold that. Yeah. Maybe well, he's mean, just in season two of Peacemaker. That would be fun. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think overall, all of this stuff is really just making me more dour on... DC generally because the threat to the shows that I do enjoy like Doom Patrol um, and a couple like um, Titans mm-hmm. and a few other things like I'm just like I, I don't know how I feel about this especially if they are pumping more money into films I don't really care about like I didn't care for Joker but one of the stories that came out and the fact that this is going to be a huge payday for Todd Phillips and uh joaquin phoenix are gonna be making 20 each lady gaga is going to be making 10 million dollars uh for this didn't film. they say it's... the budget was 200 million or did i make that up because i thought the first one was so successful because it had a small i mean it made money too but it was the highest gross like grossing <laughs> blockbuster of the year because 150 um, based on how it, much it, yeah. uh, 150 million sorry and the first one cost less, less than 100 million i'm pretty sure yeah yeah so like and that's so, one of the reasons it was like. And so to me, I look at what's happening at DC and I just get frustrated with what they're doing versus all the projects that I was excited for in danger or canceled the things that I don't give a shit about. They're just pumping more money into. Um, I'm sorry, not all of the things. I don't care about the Joker. So I just, that to me is frustrating. And I think it's a bad look to have those two things happen at the same time, have Batgirl go away. Yeah, you're just pumping more money into Harley Quinn and the Joker and sequel that it's going to be a musical. That'll be fascinating. But I think yeah. that's its best feature. <laughs> Otherwise, I would really be, I'm just bored we'll at the idea of watching the first one again. <laughs> I guess seeing a second one is better, but it's like, I like the first movie a lot, but it's just like, it's like Schindler's List. It's a movie you only put on like every decade. They're like, this is a great movie, but it's rough <laughs> for different yeah. reasons obviously but uh, i'm not even excited that the, uh, constantine's one of the main shows that's still alive because they're planning on recasting him and that's what makes the other shows work and even the comic work for me because i always hear matt ryan's voice in my head so yeah. like he brings so much to the character that he actually had cool interviews at WonderCon or whatever the hell's going on right now um or recently where he talked about he got, you know, the movement of the character from literally from the panels, like the sharp angles, like when 
you know, and just the weird movements and stuff. And then his voice brings something special, even to the comics. And to, he's every, he's played him in everything animated since his show. Every yeah. time Constantine's popped up and he's become more and more important, especially like a pop apocalypse war. Like suddenly it's supposed to be like, a, it seems like it should be a justice league story, but it's a Constantine story. Yeah. Or even that I was mentioning a, before the show, even though, then I'd like, that's why I'd like to see him continue. That would be what, that would be easily be the DC project I'd be most excited for is Constantine starring Matt Ryan. Listen, DC's but new brand. That's is also me. I what you want. I know that's their brand. Now you want a thing. Fuck you. No, can't have it. Well, Marvel um, just trolls over through uh, uh Reddit and just picks whatever the top posts are to do in their movies. <laughs> Movie by committee. Um, so oh, what was I going to ask you about that? Oh, have you watched Sandman at all? <coughs> no, that's super high no. on my list. Um, yeah. This week I, was- I watched Resident Evil for a second time. And uh, I was curious uh, my roommate. what you what you would have thought, because they I'm fairly certain. So I've only read at the comic book bits and pieces, mm-hmm. but I'm fairly certain that it was supposed to be John Constantine and they were replaced him with Joanna Constantine. Yes. In this. I, oh, can, I, really, I, th- I thought it was confirm. a different Constantine mm-hmm. in the comics, but ah, oh, damn. Um, Manny, Matt Ryan and that would probably change the tone completely. Manny and uh, Brian uh, Manny does daily cog with us and he's mm-hmm. also one of our interviewers at LR LRM and Brian yeah. does uh anime versal uh with uh with us here on Johniverse. Um both uh big fans and readers of the of the books both sing its praises despite the the changes. They say that the uh characters are true to source in everything but appearance for for some. Uh it's super highly recommended to people by by many like Brian and them mm-hmm. and they they uh many had said yeah that was supposed to be constant he said he didn't care that there was a a change so interesting so he liked the show that much yeah yeah but both both Manny and Brian uh and Christine and I are trying to find some place in in the slew of of Marvel and and upcoming Star Wars and like seven seasonal anime we're we're watching plus back catalogs stuff I'll find I'll find it. some space somewhere That'll be next yeah. week's goal for me is to finish Sandman by the next show which is yeah. very doable like when it. you're on uh you're getting paid not to work well, 60% of your paycheck on for me, injury leave or Harry, whatever. It totally did a Harry Potter for me, which was I got to a point with the Harry Potter movies where I was like, all right, I see what the fuck these books are about. And Sandman did that for me where I had kind of read at the books, not with any kind of uh, – it wasn't – it was just like, ah, let me see what's going on. Now I'm – I'm desperately going to just jump in there and just burn through them. Um, I've had multiple friends just say like, just, just stick with it. You'll like it. Uh, so that'll probably be my next project. Actually, I can't. I probably should read it too. If John Constantine's in it. Well, I was going to say I, that was going to be my next thing, but at the end of the month, uh, and I was looking at you, Nick, when I was thinking about this, but the new uh, JK Rowling book comes out at the end of the month. So I'm going to be reading that. Not Harry Potter related at all, right? Although no, it's going to be about it's the Camorran Strike books and her mystery novels. Oh, I didn't. I knew about those. I didn't realize it was a franchise of books. Yeah, I we talked, guys so, talked about it once before. I don't know. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That was the context. So the context for that story that we did like months and months and months yeah. ago. 
Uh, that's the series of books. So yeah. she doesn't even write them under her actual name. Okay. Yeah. JK Rowling, really her actual name, even though that sounds like a made up name. I think because it was <laughs> such a break from what she had done previously that she wanted to just write a thing. Um, it's really good. It's really good. I enjoy if it. I, I read, can't wait to see and it. I would one. check it out. <laughs> My lo- local so, library. <laughs> so here's a funny thing. Funny story. There is a live action version of these books on HBO Max. You could watch it right now. Well, that's my goes against my JK rule and my Joanne Rowling. Rowling, that's but if you already name, pay, so if you already pay for HBO Max, then I'm actually gone. wondering how residuals work on those services. Stop thinking about it, just watch the fucking <laughs> show. I don't know. I, I do have a lot of shows to watch first, including Sandman. Yeah. But I mean, if you watch television like that, where you're just like, I can't watch this because this person did this, this person said this, this person did this, you would never watch anything. It's too much. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Pick crimes, right? Yeah, Murder, crimes. rape, incest. You're like, you know what? I'm good. Those are my top three. If no one did that, I'm good. That's how you have to do it. Otherwise, like I said, <laughs> it's never, it's not going to happen. So I seem to make a list of, I was fine with Ezra Miller punching people in the face in in bars because even Anthony Starr did that. I mean, celebrities do that. If you're not a real celebrity, if you haven't punched someone in the face at the bar, you're either a Scientologist or not a real celebrity. So you're not a celebrity until until you've assaulted someone. Yeah, and been allowed to get away with it mostly because that's how you know that you've hit celebrity status. You've made it. Fine. Jack somebody in the face. That's too much. <laughs> so yeah. I don't know. Yeah, maybe do it like that. Anyway. You ready to move on from news? We got a movie to review? You ready to talk uh, Cruise news, real quick. Oh my god. Tom Cruise has not one, not two, but three potential movies. Wait, with so is it cruise McQuarrie. news or is it mission news? I need you to like we well, gotta stick to these are mission good. related. Mission News. So there's three projects with Christopher McQuarrie. One is said to begin to be the beginning C-Mac. of a new action franchise. And I'm like, if you're gonna do new action, if you're gonna keep having Tom Cruise do action, just keep making Mission Impossible movies. One's apparently gonna be a musical, which you know he's done that before. It was Rock of Ages, I think, musical. I know that one's a musical. I think that's his name. And then a Les Grossman movie. Which is really the one that got me excited because you could, I mean, I'll always see a Tom Cruise movie that's like, yeah, give me that and combine it with the musical movie. Make those be the same movie. That's about it. I just super, I I love these guys working together, uh, McQuarrie and um, Cruise. They've given us two good Mission Impossible movies, Edge of Tomorrow, as far as writer, not always directing, um, Top Gun Maverick, which he did the final pass on. Um, like even American Made was written by I think they've at the before they did Mission Impossible 6 I think they had 11 projects together mostly he McQuarrie writes for Cruise more than he directs for Cruise but hmm. yeah that's it in Cruise news just those two seem like magic like it's kind of like Scorsese and De Niro or like Jordan Peele and I'm spacing the guy's name and I know I can't pronounce it the guy that Jordan Peele called his Leonardo DiCaprio or whatever. 
Star of hmm? Nope. The Star of Nope. I can't remember oh, his name. How um, to pronounce his name even? Oyelowo um, or something? Is that his last no, name? Dan. No, Daniel Kalu- Kaluuya. Yeah, know. that him. Kuyula. I get that feeling that's from that's. Stupid. I've just, I've just enjoyed most yeah. of the things that they've made together, even when Chris McQuarrie is just writing. Maybe Doug Liman directs for Cruise a lot, like American Made and Edge of Tomorrow. So, yeah, okay. that's Cruise news for the week or Mission news. Dun, dun, I would, dun. I would watch a Les Grossman. Uh, I would watch a Les Grossman musical. I think that would be the best. Those two projects are actually the same, and I feel like he would be the, uh... like he would have to be the straight man, like everybody else singing around him, and he's just telling him to shut the fuck up and like punching him because he won't stop singing. That's what I want. I want I'd that. Watch it. I want to be. I'd watch that for ninety minutes. Doesn't need to be longer that. than that. I want that. I want to go to. That. Give me an action movie. Like Bruce doing Tom uh, mission level stunts in a fat suit with hairy hands. I feel like this works. I feel like that just needs to be one movie, a less Grossman action comedy musical in space. Combine that in with space. whatever the space project it is. Done. Let's do it. Sold. Done. Paramount. Sold. Take my money. No, they have to give you money. It was your idea. Well, just. You can have it for free, and then take my money so I can go see these mo- that movie <laughs> we just pitched. Okay, we'll take it. We'll take it. You ready to move on to pray? You, would you, yeah. Can you do pray now? Let's All pray. Right. Not let's pray together. Of let just us, pray. Let us pray. Dominus, Dominus. So right now, pray is sitting on Rotten Tomatoes with a ninety-two percent from the critics, uh, which is super effing high. Oddly enough, it's got a 79% from the audience. I'm just, I'm fucking not baffled. Surprised. You say you're not surprised? No. You have to tell no. me later on why you're not surprised. Yeah. Wait, no, 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 no. No, I said no. I know I get it. Uh, so this is an origin story of the Predator. This takes place in 1719. Uh, and this is the first time the Predator has ever come to Earth. So the Predator is coming here to find the ultimate kill and yeah nick doll what did you think of this film uh that stars amber thunder dakota beavers dane de liquero you know i probably screwed that name up sorry dan Paul and then dan trachtenberg was the director of this film what'd you think of it your non-spoiler impressions i really really liked it um I do enjoy most of the Predator movies. Well, I like to say all of them except for the Predator, but I'm never like excited to watch it. So it actually took me until Wednesday to even pull this up because I'm like, yeah, I want to do it for the show, but I never am excited for Predator until I'm watching it. That's a great okay. Predator film. Like, re- like it, it works with, it definitely has smaller budget than any of the other ones, I would say, if you take inflation into account. But it works. Like, it goes hard. Um, and yeah, it's not really a traditional predator story, which is why I was, which leads into my later, um, I understand why it has a lower rotten tomatoes score, but I think it's a fascinating idea. Um, when they, in the movie predators, they like find a bunch of their treasure or trophies or whatever. And someone has a samurai sword. So someone online was like, that's how they should keep the franchise going. Like, let's see predator in Japan. Let's see predator. And yeah eras and you know countries okay. but 
Yeah, um, I, I so really you liked said it. it was a great Predator film. We've got this is the fifth in the franchise. Yes. Where does this go? And I'm not even going to include the Alien versus Predator. No, I've films. never seen those, and I wouldn't include them. Don't worry about it. Don't don't. Um, I would so, say it's actually my favorite because I don't have a lot of. I didn't wow. see Predator until college, wow. so it's not like I have that love what? since I was a kid of the franchise. Life? Was this a film um, your parents just wouldn't let you watch? I didn't get to see R-rated movies until I was old enough to see R-rated movies. <laughs> I mean, like the rating, which is like seventeen or something. No, okay. not entirely. I don't know. It just it's one I didn't even see till later college when my friends like we should watch Predator. And it's like I have no interest, but all right. And I was like, whoa. I think it's it's shocking to me because I think back on movies like Predator or uh, Highlander, and I'm like, somebody let me watch this when I was a kid. I would never let my kids watch this shit. And then I'm like, I turned out okay, I think. I don't I know. Think. I don't know. I saw uh, my dad showed me Hamburger Hill. It's like one of the earliest yeah. movies I can remember. I was maybe four, five, uh-huh. and seeing Ham- Hamburger Hill. And then... Uh, I definitely saw The Exorcist at around seven. So <laughs> my parents didn't let me see yeah. Jurassic Park until I was old enough at thirteen. Ooh, but since oh, my, my since parents was four gave me years, the book. <laughs> since but since my sister's younger than me, she got to see it. Then four years, like they let me no. see it at thirteen and her see it at like nine because they was just like, let's oh, if Nick's allowed to watch it. We'll have the little sister be allowed to watch it. Uh, like, oh. Let's see, what year did the Jurassic Park book 1993. come out? Oh, the, no, the book? book? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. See, I, I did read the book by fourth grade, but I don't this know is like uh, Jeopardy. You've got to wait till I finish asking the question. Let's see, so the yeah, it came out in 1990. You know how old I was? Tell you how old I was. I was eight. My parents gave me the book. Dang. So I read that one, and then I read the second one. And when the first movie came out three years after that, you 93, right? I was like, yep, yeah, let's go watch this. So, yeah, different standards. Maybe I should just let my kids watch more violent things. Anyway, I got distracted. Prey. Uh, so this is your top, top Predator film. Okay. I've only um, seen like, the first one twice. I barely remember the second one except for like Danny Glover and uh, Nick Nolte. Crazy. Um, and I think Bill Paxton was in the second one as well. Yeah. See, that you're good killed almost immediately at the beginning yeah yeah he is one of the i think that's one of his distinctions right he has been killed by a terminator a predator and an alien that's his call not it's not his claim to fame but that's like that's like a merit badge that he has it's the sean bean of alien movies yeah (laughs) or like you know aliens not yeah too bad he couldn't be a a criminal executed by a robocop to complete that that (laughs) trifecta with the free space he gets 80s 80s death bingo card there (laughs) um that is true that would be a fun one oh man bill paxton now i'm sad um I really enjoyed this film i thought it invigorated the franchise in a way that I had I had a, uh, my friend's husband was like, hey, no, I just went over to the house. We were hanging out and he's like, hey, you like movies? And I said, yeah, he goes, we should watch the Predator movie that came out in 2018. It was on Amazon streaming for free. So oh, like, let's sit down and watch Predator. this movie. I think we were 20 minutes into that movie and they made a joke about 
have you got have both of you seen it yeah unfortunately no, no. i was out okay. after i saw the uh preview with uh pred- predator dogs and i was like yeah. that's like hulk hulk dogs i'm out bye Sh- shane black <laughs> i they made a joke about we got to get the choppers or get to the choppers and they were talking about motorcycles and i was like are these the jokes he goes these are the jokes i them out <laughs> done like i'm i really love like sterling brown in that movie and especially what happens to him at the end i don't know you'll have to tell me one day because i'm not i'm not gonna watch a movie um so after watching that film i i was concerned much like stallone right where he's like dude you're bleeding this franchise dry dry i saw the trailer for this and i was like not only are you gonna bleed this franchise dry you're gonna drag native americans down with you Pleasantly surprised they didn't do either. Like this film reinvigorated the franchise in a way I didn't think was possible. Um, It was a lot of fun. They had some unique fights. Um, They brought some unique things to the franchise. Just a lot of fun and some interesting kills, I thought, and Mm. some conflict among characters. And I, I really enjoyed it. So um, I agree that I would like to see this franchise go forward in that way. But also, I mean, it's, it sucks because I really it would suck to lose Amber Mid-Thunder because I thought that she was really good in this movie as well. Pitch. So X-23. Mm-hmm. Don't even do Wolverine. Just give us her as Wolverine. X-23. That'd be fun. She, I think she, she could handle pretty it. Good. I don't know if you guys yeah. ever saw Legion. Um, but she was definitely like the action character in that, like she was the one that would walk in and whoop everybody's asses mm. in a room. So she was able to kind of carry that forward into this film and not in a, in an unrealistic way. Like she fought like a woman that could fight. Um, and so that helped keep me in the moment and enjoy this film even more. So, yeah. Um, I highly recommend this film. Yeah, like I said, as much as I'd love to see her in a Predator sequel, like Predators Come for Revenge, it's like, now nah, jump to a different time period and give her another great role somewhere else in Hollywood. <laughs> okay. Um so given that you've only seen the you've only seen Predator 2 once. Mm-hmm. Um actually. Before we jump into spoilers. Let's get your letter grade. B plus. B plus. I'm going to skew higher. I'm going to give it an A minus. So if you liked or disliked um, Prey, jump on the Discord. Let us know. I'm really curious. I'm curious about this split uh, between the critics and the, and I don't know what you call everybody else, just the viewers, the, the regular audience folks, which I guess I still feel like I'm a part of. And so now we're going to jump into spoilers and Nick, you're going to explain, you're going to, you're going to break it down for us. You're going to let us know, Hey, yeah, this is what's going on right, right, right now. So let's hear it. Let's hear it. It's not, it's not even a spoiler. Um, It's Hey Harry, it's film bros being like a little girl couldn't defeat predator. It killed a whole legion of men. That's exactly what it is. There's a thousand videos online like that. It's toxic masculinity where it's like, the predator killed like a whole unit of like men, except for Arnold Schwarzenegger. How does a little girl take him on? And I think that actually 
I guess it does get into spoilers because that's Same part of the plot that I everyone says about her. From a million right. miles away. I didn't even think of how it connects to the plot. That everyone <laughs> underestimated her, estimates her from her tribe from to the, the tribe, predator yeah. himself. Even the predator himself, she has some comments like where he doesn't see me as a threat. I think it's that also might just tie into the fact he doesn't seem to attack anyone until they point a weapon at him because he yeah. wants to challenge. No, but line, I think you're right. I think that is a dual purpose line. Yeah. So I th- I think it is the whole uh, Ray Skywalker. Well, God, well, I don't like the idea of Skywalker either, but God how damn. can a female Jedi run a trilogy or how can a, you know, it's just, it's like, or like with let's, better writing. That's how I know. But like before when you had only seen a trailer, everyone's like, who the fuck is this? This isn't Star Wars. Like, Actually, most is... people, when the Force Awakens originally, like the trailer and all that came out, there really was not a large vocal anti-female uh, lead, especially EU fans who had dealt with Mara Jade being a, a big female lead and Jaina Solo being a big female lead, Thierry yeah, Viela more like being a big female Black lead. Stormtrooper. That, 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 <laughs> made, that, that definitely, especially in China too. China too. Uh, but yeah, there, there were issues, but it wasn't re- really until, like Jonesy pointed out, that most people had an issue with Ray. It was the writing of the sequel trilogy, especially getting in into Last Jedi, which, if you notice, most people still don't c- complain about Ray too much. They complain about Luke and and uh, a whole stupid Canto uh, bite uh, arc, and then Rise of Skywalker, which is just complete garbage. So yeah, yeah it, it for for that one specifically, Ray isn't and Daisy really might not be the the best uh, analogy. Just saying, a lot of movies we let their rancor out. Yes. It's like fuck this movie. <laughs> that happened, huh? Did that happen? You brought up Star Wars. Oh. You let the rancor oh. out. Oh, I thought there was a scene I missed in <laughs> Last Skywalker because I cared so little for it or Rise of Skywalker. You missed the ra- you missed the rancor in Prey. Jeez, Nick, were, were you even watching the same movie? <laughs> Predator takes the Predator versus the Star Wars universe. Make it happen. Disney, I'll, I'll give this, all of it. I'll give the sequels all the hate it deserves, but uh, and I'll give and I'll give whenever fans are are being assholes all the hate they they deserve. But there is a lot of miss uh, uh, some overlap with with the hate for the sequel trilogy only being because of of Ridley. I think a lot of people forget how positive the force awakens was received for the most, for the most part, uh, yeah. especially for, for Daisy Ridley. And, and like I said, the force was already pretty, pretty damn female before Disney took over it. And, and if anything, uh, Disney uh-huh. almost reduced the number of, of prominent females with, with recognizable names with what they've, with, with what they have done. Uh, really, you just think everyone think, thinks of Ray and potentially Jen Jen Urso, but you know, whatever. So she was but, she existed before. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like there, there were all these females in in Star Wars beforehand that the majority of the fandom was all all about. And then Disney takes over, and and it's 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 been the writing for the most part. Yeah, there are toxic ass assholes out there, but for for the most part, Star Wars. it is writing. Which Kyle in the sad thing show is, for five minutes. I'm just kidding. <laughs> there was I'm a sorry, period of time where I wanted Ahsoka to be the star of this new trilogy, and now I'm like, good. You didn't get a chance to fuck it up. 
Um, yeah, they still have a chance. But yeah, I think no, that is a big part I, I of think, it for Prey. Yeah. I uh, think that they've learned their lesson going forward with this, and she's going to be in the hands of the folks that created her. So I, I feel a little bit more heartened by that. But enough of that. Um, I do. Uh, I, I think up, I, I do think that's what applies. Yeah, I think I agree with you. Um, in some respect, I think one of the things that um, I'm not, that I'm also sticks the out reason. there's there is some there are hints at race and racism in this film. Oh, there yeah. are hints of depending on how you look at it. Right? Are they treating the indigenous people? that way because they're different or because they think there's they're just superior um and then you also have you know the sexism throughout the course of the movie mm -hmm. and i find that people generally just don't even think that that should be addressed in some films too woke um, predator yeah. is woke I, and i think that that's probably that might be or the prey. reason why yeah that i mean that so. ties into it the big snowball effects of a woman taking down Predator. Yeah. Settlers being racist. Like, what is this? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I agree. I think that that's probably the, the reason and rationale why. Which is sad. Because I think what they're missing is... So, if I had to rank... I think this, for me, probably sits right behind the first one. It's hard for me to top the first one. Just because the impressionable age in which I saw it. Mm -hmm. um, but I think I fully acknowledge that in some aspects, this is, this is just a better movie. It's a better made movie. Um, but the child in me will not admit that. No. Yeah. No, I mean, um, that's fair. Did you, so given that you've only seen the second one once, one of they did a few callbacks in this film, right? So you had the mud in one scene you had, uh, which the, they never really used. Kill it. They didn't use yeah. it was a head fake, right? It was a yeah, fake. Yeah, I out. thought I was like, oh, no, I thought that was I was like, oh, that's kind of lazy if they have her like fake what Arnold mm -hmm. was smart enough to figure out. But yeah, it was yeah, a, yeah it was a great fake out. Um, I, did, I, I didn't really notice. Like I like that line. I didn't know the line was from Predator Two. Which one? If it bleeds, we can, you can kill. Yeah, it. that's from the first one. Oh, okay. Even now, like I've seen the first one twice. Um, I need to do a whole rewatch because Hulu has them all lined up. Because I also like. Predators so, did you quite catch the gun part at the end? The significance of the gun. So the pistol that she throws, um, the chief at the end is the same one that they throw the Danny Glover at the end of the second one. Oh, really? Yeah. Which made me wonder, like, how do they get it back? So there are actually two potential ways that they could go if they were going to make a sequel to this. And it would be either you do go to Fuel Japan or you're like, how do they get that gun back? I want to know. There's multiple predators. They have more than one gun. I'll have no, but it, it is the gun. It's not okay. a predator gun. It is it is the the French guy, the French trapper's gun. So when we when, that the, when they steal the land, they're like, "Oh, this is the gun used to this. kill Predator." Yeah, <laughs> let's give it to Danny Glover or whoever has it in that movie. Um, I there were a couple of the things about this movie uh, that I wanted to point out. I loved the fact that, like, you already brought this up, just that people within her own tribe doubted her, and I really they beat her at one part. <laughs> Like oh yeah physically beat her 
Yeah, the conflict that she had with the folks uh, in her own tribe was good. I enjoyed that. Um, I like that she overcame it. And I like that her mother reminded her like, hey, listen, hunting isn't for sport or pride. It's for survival. We do this to survive. And it kind of puts the predator in its own category of just like, it's only doing this for sport. And the way mm. the Native Americans are doing it, they're doing it for survival. But for uh, Amber Midthunder, her character is doing it for the purpose of just proving that she can. And so I thought that that was an interesting. Oops, sorry, thought that was an interesting uh, just juxtaposition. And the white men two. too, with like the buffalo thing. When I saw that, I'm like, oh, the predator yeah. does exactly what. Uh, westerners used to do and then later it's like yeah. oh i didn't know they're gonna be white people in this it was the westerners yeah. who predators co- predators moving a through and just skinning yeah i thought that during that scene and i'm like oh it's an allegory for white men and then it was oh the white men did it oh they're actually there. just like real life history yeah yeah it's actually caught me um, by surprise i guess no idea that the I, that there were going to be trap. I guess you'd call them trappers more than anything else. Like that's they yeah. skinned the buffalo. They didn't even eat any of it. Right. So, yeah. Um, I there's been some discussion among my friends, and I think even on the Discord about that final battle between her and the predator. And I was curious what she thought. Like people are saying, like she was too lucky, right? Like it just it didn't. They didn't care for how that that final battle ended. What do you think about that? maybe she had a few lucky shots on him and definitely it's what's interesting about the people uh film bros complaining about it it's like you obviously complained without watching it lots of other people dealt damage to it before she had it in this weekend state like her brother Mm -hmm. did a number on it he took bullets he was like bleeding even though predator can heal himself star trek style or really westworld style but um I didn't. I thought it was earned. Still, like she strategized in advance. She got the mask in the right position, which delivered the killing blow. Um, I didn't understand why the predator was that stupid that he would use his wristing when that his mask was pointed right at him. But uh, I didn't notice what your friends noticed about her being too lucky or anything. Mm-hmm. Or I was enjoying it too much, or I just didn't think. Yeah, I just didn't even think about it. Yeah, I thought it was just badass. I think that that's probably what happened for me. I get into a rhythm with movies and if I'm in a rhythm where I'm enjoying something so much, little things like that, even if that was the case, even if you pointed out after the fact, I'll just shrug it off. Be like, yeah, maybe I still like it. Definitely. It was a very interesting choice to put it on Hulu, but uh, the right one, because the last two, they've tried like every 10 years and the last two flopped. Um, 2018? You can tell us. Well, I just seems it seems like every decade they do one, not every ten years apart. But they did one. I see. In the tens, they did one in the two thousands. I think even Predator Two and one is Predator Two as close as it came out to Predator One is nineties, and then Predator is I think Predator Two is in like ninety one or something, and Predator the original is obviously eighties. So it just feels like they try every decade and they fail. And it was noticeably lower special effects. You could tell it's a little cheaper, mostly really only not the predator, but like the bear, for example. Yeah. They're like, oh, this ain't no revenant bear. You could tell I didn't have enough money to make it look as good as it good, <laughs> as good as it could. 
but th- that kind of stuff doesn't bother me either. And I'm like, bravo, way to make a franchise what the most viewed thing ever on Hulu. Uh, and so, you know, obviously it's going to get some sort of sequel and really revitalize the franchise, not like the other two times they tried, because I still want a sequel to Predators, but that, that ship has sailed. I did enjoy um, that one. Yeah, I like I like the twist in Predators with Topher Grace that that yeah. still sticks with me, and the design um, of the Predators awesome. And that he has more of a Native American design where he's wearing like skull or something he found on Earth as his mask. Yeah, it had, do you think that's what that is? I don't well, think we know. Like at first, because it had more of a he does have more of a like indigenous design not fully he has all his fancy weapons and everything but like even the dreadlocks seem to be toned down to a point where they're like more like native american like if there's even our hair i've always wondered in the predator if that's even hair or if it's the like something an extension of its body yeah like not i don't not yeah, little, I guess I you know tingly things that jump that. out it just, it definitely looked like it was, he had less, go, since it's hundreds of years in the past, it definitely looks like he doesn't have as good equipment as in some of the later movies. Like his shield looked more old fashioned. Yeah. And it was cool. He decapitated someone with it and didn't just use it as yeah. a shield. Yeah. I loved, so the scene where he, I, I need to watch this movie again this weekend um, because the battle where he's taken out the uh, trappers, like, that's there was one guy scene. who tried to attack him. And he kind of looked at him very annoyed when he tried to go after him and then just kills him. Um, this predator seemed to have a little bit more attitude than some of the other ones, like just irritation dealing with humans. Like, what are you? Are, are you the apex predator on this planet? I thought I was um, hunting a bear. <laughs> yeah. Because <fuck> this, <laughs> when he jacked that bear in the face, I laughed out loud. Um, and they did a really good job of making it seem like that bear was actually going to get the better of him. It's like, wait, yeah, this is the part where, like, like you right see now? him like collapse on him, but you're like, no, he's all rip up through that thing. Or something. Yeah. Love of his earliest adventures are like skinning snakes, like barely predators. Not really an apex predator at all, but it doesn't know. This is figuring yeah. it out, and and then it's like, like oh, said, a mountain liked... lion, and then it's like, oh, well, actually, he didn't kill the mountain lion, but you go. Oh no! I was just gonna say I uh, I liked that this was his first visit to Earth, so we got to see him going through. Like you said, is it the snake? Is it the wolf? Is it the bear? Like who? Who? What? What the fuck is the thing on this planet? What's the thing on this planet? Who's your champion? Who's and they're always be? different predators, right? Yeah, they always killed the predator at the end. But yeah. I'm glad she survived, though. It wasn't the situation of the first film where he's like, ah, 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 and he like blows up Arnold Schwarzenegger. No, he lived. Okay. I just remember that was like the Predator's last trick like trick in the original film. Yeah, he's defeated. He tried to blow himself up. Cool. So yeah, we'll see. Um, I, I could go either way with the series. I would prefer to see Amber Mid Thunder return. Uh, but if that's not the case, yeah, super cool to see what would happen in feudal Japan. Or anywhere. This that was something that someone noticed from Someone pulled up that skill, but still from predators where, yeah, someone had, he has a samurai sword and like his collection of shit. Do you think yeah. these are normal predators or like, these are like the weird, like almost geeky predators who go out and collect shit and the rest of the plants like, look at these assholes. They're always going out and just collecting new shit and bringing it back. 
and they never come back. What the fuck? I don't know. <laughs> Couldn't say. So you think there's just like a predator scholar somewhere sitting there reading a book? Like, what the fuck is this person doing? Yeah, like the other predators are doing their little office jobs and stuff like that. And they're like, they're the ones, I guess it wouldn't even be geeky. They're just going on hunting trips. It's like, oh, did you hear Joe's going on a hunting trip to Earth? Yeah. It's like, oh, but Carl never came back from that place 200 years ago. Yeah, it's almost like Klingons. What are the normal Klingons doing? Because they all can't be assholes. Yeah, they're all not at war. Some of them are just like teaching Klingon in the school. Maybe yeah. teaching a little English. Yeah. <laughs> who That's knows maybe I we'll had. find out that'll <laughs> be the next one it'll be a slice of life anime about predators the ones that don't go hunting. <laughs> that's what i want give me that i, I would I want watch to watch that. that anime yeah let's see let's see even if they're a sexy uh predator high schoolers <laughs> you gotta get over Bring that. It back for the fans <laughs> do you have anything else to say about prey or any of the news that we talk about over there longer what so you're right over there longer coughing yeah i know uh actually i quit smoking two days ago so going through the extra flam out no nothing else to say haven't you already quit smoking is this which yeah there's a great new app though you do it nick get it you you quit man it's a great thing what do we do when we fall master bruce or why do we fall master bruce we can (laughs) learn to pick ourselves up mr motherfucker Are you trying to, uh, to, to pitch the fact that there's a, a new Alfred Pennyworth title? Is that what's going no. on? Here? No. <laughs> that was the weirdest okay. bit of news, though. That the origin weird. of Batman's butler. It's like, anyone who's watching it's got it. You're not going to get a bigger it. audience you, by changing the You made the it subtitle. in season three without mentioning Batman in the title. But, okay, sure. Sure. Anyway, I think that's it for the show. We can shut it down, right? We can yeah. cut the check. All right. Let's cut the check. Well, dear listener, if you like what you heard, do all the socials, like, rate, comment, subscribe, share. Um, Nick, where can you be found? I'm Aki, at Geeky Nick Doll. See, it's not easy, is it? Instagram. (laughs) Uh, On Instagram and Twitter. uh, Right here on Breaking Geek Radio, the podcast. And Kyle and I do Marvel Multiverse Mayhem. On a new day, because they decided to uh, change the day again. Ever since they ruined Marvel Multiverse Mondays, they just just can't stick to one day for Marvel. So, I am Groot this week, Wednesday. Next week, we're off to Thursdays with She-Hulk. So, check us out there. All right. And you can find me Instagramming and tweeting at Sir Joneses, and of course, right here on Breaking Geek Radio, the podcast. Folks, jump on the Discord. Let us know what you think of Prey or any of the news we talked about on the show today. But other than that, we will catch you on the next one. Hasta lasagna. Ciao. Geniania. Mary 
redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.